I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect. Oh shit, we on the air. Welcome back to yet another Carefully Reckless episode with your girl, Jess Hilarious. Now listen, I've been liking the segments that I've been doing. I've been liking Just Fix My Mess. Y'all have been just piling up y'all differences and y'all situations on me. And I have been sitting here playing Dr. Jess. And I really, really love it. Or not Dr. Jess, but you know, like a therapist. And I, and I really do love it because that means that y'all actually get good advice from me. Y'all actually do love the things that I tell y'all. And I'm always honest with you guys. So I never want anyone to think that I'm just doing this to be nosy or just to be funny or none of that shit. I may answer or give you advice in a humorous way, but I am dead ass serious. And I appreciate y'all for submitting y'all situations and letting me know how I can help in any way. And this week we got some good ones. Let's start with the first one. Just this clown ass nigga just told me he needs some time off from my relationship to refresh after two years. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Because I'm about to do me. Well, baby girl, I mean, I can give you further advice, but it sounds exactly like you know what you need to do. You. Okay. And that doesn't mean going out fucking with other dudes or trying to see who else is available to date you and making yourself available for other men that actually honestly can be a sign to you that he's not the right one and that maybe you need to take this time to work on yourself. And I know that sounds cliche, but you have to think about this. Y'all were together for two years and he just comes to you out of nowhere. Now, is this out of nowhere? And I always say, y'all got to always give me as much meat on the bone as possible so I won't have to assume the rest of the story or assume that I know every predicament that you're in and the basis or the foundation or the history of your relationships or whatever. But two years is not a little bit of time to marry couples and to people who've been in relationships for more than five years. It probably is. But to me, two years is not just like two damn weeks. That's a lot of time to put in for somebody to just come to you and say, 
I need to take a break from this to refresh. Now, this is a communication thing as well. Everything goes back to communicating and being able to be open enough to talk to your partner about what makes him need to hit the refresh button. Is the sex stale? Uh, Are you guys getting bored in conversation with each other? Are you guys spending too much time around each other? Are you guys not spending enough time around each other? Like what is going on? Did you do something? Has either of you ever been caught cheating or caught doing anything, lying to one another? What made you guys get to this point? That's a good question for you to ask him if you haven't already. I feel like in your mind, you already made the decision to say, I'm about to do me. So you already know you're about to do you, okay? Now, though, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? That's what you do. You go and sit down and talk to him about it. Because two years don't sound like something you'll just throw away. And, you know, he's the one with the issue. So it could be somebody else. It could be that he doesn't want to cheat on you with somebody else. So he wants to tell you he wants a break when, in fact, he just wants somebody else. Or it doesn't even have to be that serious. I'm just throwing out examples of what can be. He may feel like he's stagnant in his life. It may be something that he feels like he needs to get together on his own. And he doesn't want to stunt your growth of who you are as a person. You may not need help in the area he needs help. So he wants to do it by himself and then probably reconvene. But you want to do you. (laughs) I don't know if you wrote that last part out of anger or not. But when a woman says, I'm going to do me because I'm about to do me or I will do me or you don't know me because look. If you do you, I'ma do me. We already know what the fuck we about to do in our mind and nobody can change that shit. Nobody. So yeah, communicate, baby. Before you go do you, boo-boo, communicate with your man, babe. <laughs> Moving on. I met this girl in my DMs. Okay, so this is a guy, one of my guys. Y'all know I always love shouting out the guys because they do not open up. So this is good that you guys are opening up to me. I love it. Okay. I met this girl in my DMs. And I've been following her for a few years. So I had a crush on her. And when she finally gave me some rap, we got to talking. And she let me know that she has a lot of bodies. And I can't get past that shit. So I fell back. But I do want to fuck with shorty. I just can't get past all those niggas she fucked. And we live in the same city. So I'm sure I know a few of them. I'm a promoter. Okay. All righty. Okay, so let's just start here. The fact that you opened up, opened up to me. I love it. I love the fact that you just gave me a lot of meat to this story. All right, fine. So you met this girl in your DMs, all right, and you had a crush on her. You've been following her. She finally gave you some rap. When you go take her on a date or whatever, whatever, it may have not been a date, but y'all talking and you find out that she has a long rap sheet. Now, for those who don't know what she got a lot of bodies mean or the rap sheet is, that means she has had a lot of sex different sex partners in her life, I'm assuming. And um, the fact that she was honest enough about that speaks a lot about the woman that she is. I applaud her because honestly, it's really no one's fucking business, whatever happened before you, unless it's still happening right now. And I'm a firm believer in that. I really don't give a fuck about how many women a guy has slept with as long as they were all before me and not while we're dating. You understand? You got to also know when you first meet somebody and you first start talking to them, they might be still talking to someone else or they may have a roster. They may have two or three people that still text their phone casually. They may be hanging out with somebody like you just never know. I used to say all the time, nobody has no one like there is no one on this earth who's not talking to nobody. I used to say that until a couple of times that was me. 
there were times and more in my recent years of living, because I just couldn't be alone for a long time, you know, that I was actually by myself at a couple of points in my life. I didn't have not one nigga on my line. And it felt good. It was by choice. It was because I just got so tired of always having someone. And that's when you get to best learn yourself. So I totally respect her honesty, babe. And I think that you should too. However, a guy can never get past a woman fucking a lot of men. Oh, yeah. But we just supposed to get past y'all fucking a bunch of women. Now, that doesn't go for every man. And I'm not saying it goes for you. But did you share how many bodies you had? And how did that even come about? Did you ask her that? Because if you did, that shouldn't even have been a question that you asked. Honestly, that that would be a childish ass question. How many niggas you fucked? How many women did you fuck? How many, you know, how many bodies you got? That don't even sound like a conversation for somebody who's trying to get to know someone. That does not. That sounds like a question a GYN would ask a client. So I I need for you (laughs) to tell me how the hell y'all even got there. But either way, if you didn't ask and and y'all just get to know each other and this came out, Respect the honesty, but I can't tell you what to do. Now, that's something that's a deal breaker for you and that's going to prohibit you from going further with shorty, as you called her. I think you need to do some work on yourself because men love honesty, but men can't take honesty all the time. Y'all can't take it. And I think that's why a lot of men find it easier to lie to women so they can save our feelings and shit. I don't really honestly feel like all men lie for personal gain or just because they can. I honestly feel like men lie sometimes, not all men, but a lot of men lie to shelter your feelings because truth hurts. Truth hurts them, so they lie. And they don't want us to lie, to be dishonest, but when we are, that shit hurts. So... At least you know you ain't got a liar on your hands and you may not even have a cheater. I'm going to just go ahead and and jump out there and say, because they both go hand in hand. If she told you the truth about how many bodies she got nine times out of ten, honey, she ain't going to lie to you and she ain't going to cheat on you. And she's going to be honest enough to tell you if she about to go fuck another dude, so she's going to break up with your ass. That's what the fuck it sounds like to me. And as far as y'all living in the same city and, and you being a promoter, yes, you know a lot of people. But have you fucked half the city as well? Because y'all promoters, I know how y'all get down, okay? I know how y'all get down. I just got out of a relationship with one, and I used to fuck with another one. And they're totally two different type of niggas, right? Two different type of men. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stop saying the N-word, y'all. Because our men are not niggas. They're not, okay? But, you know, in a slang sense, yeah, nigga, my nigga, my nigga. But no, I'm trying to, like, stop, change my vocabulary for that when I'm giving serious advice on this. As a promoter, you know you have women around you all day, every day. A promoter's job is to live a facade, to make everything picture perfect. The parties, the shit they wear, the jewelry, the money, the hype, the women, the girls, all that shit. That is the promoter's job, you know, finesse, finesse and facade. So I know you got a long rap sheet too. Show me a promoter who does not. I'm not saying they are all the same, but show me one. That's all I'm asking is for you to show me one. All right. So you got to take the good with the bad. And that may not even necessarily be bad in life. That's just bad to you. In your opinion, it's bad. Now, you ain't let me know the number, probably because you were ashamed. But I, I don't know if she told you the exact number, but it sounds like to me it's too damn many for you. But you seem to really like her. You've had a crush on her. You've been following her for years. See what she's like. Fuck that. The worst is already out. Because according to you, the worst is having a lot of bodies. It's already out. It's already out. 
Let's see. And honestly, I don't really fucking feel like that matters unless you get up in that pussy and that shit's too loose. Damn. Then that's when it matters. Like, okay, you want something tight to be up in, I get it. So if you ain't have sex with her yet, my dog, you need to chill out. Relax. Take the honesty with the bodies and give shorty a fucking chance. Because she gave your ass one after ignoring you for three years. So get it together. Hold up, hold up. I know this shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Moving on. I'm dating two men. Mm, damn. Hold up. This, I didn't even, oof, I didn't brace myself for this one. I'm just going in order down in the DMs, child. And if y'all want, y'all listening to this right now, and y'all want to give me y'all input and all that shit, DM the Carefully Reckless page, please. I'm following the page from my uh, personal page, just hilarious underscore official. Okay, let's go back to it. I'm dating two men. And no, not because I'm a pimp, but simply because I can't choose between the two. I'm lying to one of them, but I'm more truthful with the other one. And it gets harder and harder every day to leave the one I'm lying to. Mm. And before you ask, no, I don't have a favorite because then I wouldn't need your advice. Okay, Miss Lady. All right, Miss Mamas. Well, I wasn't going to ask you if you had a favorite because you just shouldn't be dating two men anyway. <laughs> but, you know, to each his own and there's no judgment here. I'm just going to let you know that has to be draining, first of all. It has to drain you. Giving your heart to two men Giving your pussy to two men, giving your body, kissing two men, having to share thoughts with two men, having to be open and vulnerable with two men, having too many duties for two men. It's too much. Do you love one more than the other? And that's not even asking you, do you have a favorite? Because even if you love one more than the other, that doesn't mean that's the one for you because that one could treat you worse than the one that you don't love as much. So that's why I was never going to pose the question of who's your favorite. I actually don't give a fuck who the favorite is. But you do need to choose one because this can end for you horribly. I was caught in a situation like that before. I wasn't in a relationship with either of these two men, but I liked both of them. I loved both of them. One was from my past. He wasn't an ex, but he was from my past. And the other one I was dating, but it didn't really go that well. So we stopped dating, but we were still communicating and still fucking around and shit. That shit drained me. And I was single and it drained me. It's not cool to always have a roster and shit like, okay, even if you ain't fucking both of them or whatever, you know, it's just still mentally draining to share yourself between two people, to give yourself to two people at the same time. That shit is hard. And it honestly is very, very toxic. Because you're leading on both people. And you can keep telling yourself, telling yourself, telling yourself, I'm going to pick this one. I'm going to pick this one. But then something changes with this one. So then you hold on to that one. And then you're like, no, 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 I'm going to go over here. Because he just made me mad yesterday. Yeah, but it's going to be a back and forth forever. You look up and a year has passed and you still dating these two same niggas. Right? But the reveal will be worse if you keep letting time go by. Because they're going to find out. They're going to find out. I don't care how slick you think you are. It's going to come out because it's just not right. Now, I love your honesty. And you even told me your name. I told you I wasn't going to put your name out here. I told y'all y'all don't have to send y'all names because although this is Carefully Reckless, I'm still trying to turn over a leaf to being more careful instead of reckless. Reckless is for reckless discussions on YouTube. Do what I want, say what I want, whatever. But I have more of a delicate audience here, more of a fragile audience predominantly women. And I want y'all to know, I don't always play around. I'm not always vulgar. I'm not, I care just like y'all care. I have a heart just like y'all have a heart. And if I can help anybody, that's all I want to do. So girl, you got to choose, baby. You have to choose. Now you're lying to one of them. 
what kind of lies are you telling them? And, and the only thing I can get from that, because like I said, you left a little meat off of here. Reading this, this is what I think. The one that you're being more truthful to knows about the other one. That's what I think. I think you're, you're truthful with that one because you kind of feel like you have nothing to lose with that one. That one is more understanding than the other one. You're lying to the other one because the other one doesn't know about the other one. You don't know about the other man. And I think that's the one you want to pick, but he don't treat you that well for you to let go of the one you're telling the truth to. If you get what I'm saying, I told you I was caught in a situation before. So what you're holding on to is both with the reservation in your mind and the hopes in your mind that the one that you're lying to is going to wife you up and be your knight in shining armor and give you the relationship that you really want. But this man that you're truthful with is the one that's in love with your ass, the one that's willing to do whatever for you, the one that gives you the attention that the one that you're lying to lacks. So you have two men that love you, but one don't love you like you love them. And you don't love the other one like they love you. You need to choose or leave both of these brothers alone because you're doing both of them wrong. And you're doing yourself wrong because you got to be tired mentally, physically, emotionally. You have to be tired. And this is a level of toxicity that can only increase. So I just I just want you to, to work on that. You need to work on yourself. Moving on. My best friend introduced me to her new dude. And it turns out that I used to talk to him back in the day. It was brief and it was before she was my best friend. So I don't think I should bring it up to her. But does that make me a bad person? Eh, I don't think it makes you a bad person. No, 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 no. It does not make you a bad person. But if they're going to be serious, if they're going to get serious and you see their relationship going somewhere, I do think that you should tell her or you don't have to. Sometimes some things are just better left unsaid. But I don't want him to tell her. And then she looks at you like, damn, bitch, you couldn't tell me this shit. You my best friend. Like, come on, you my dog. Why the hell do I have to hear it from him? Is he that type of guy? You have to be careful because your best friend's feelings are at stake. So I don't know. That's why I said it's just better if you do tell her. Because if this nigga tell her, y'all not going to be best friends no more. She's going to feel very betrayed. Depending on the type of guy he is, he would tell her that shit. Oh, gosh. And I wonder how the encounters go when she brings you around and he's there. And and are you guys palms sweaty? Knees weak, arms is heavy. It's like, no, I'm I'm joking. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. So sorry. But yeah, like how how does that even, girl, you have to follow up with me because I need to know. I need to know. But yeah, I would tell her. I would. And last but not least, we got the last one. What's up, Jess? My name is and I pay all the bills in my relationship. So I expect sex at any time and every time I want sex. Okay, big daddy, daddy. My girl feels differently, but that shit is unfair. And honestly, it makes me want to cheat. All right. So this goes back to the first girl, the first girl that I checked. Bitch, I'm about to do me. That's what it sounds like. I do understand how you're feeling understand how it could make you upset. I don't understand how it could make you want to cheat. In any event where a man is not being sexually satisfied, there needs to be communication there. Have you asked her, like, why can't you do this? Because there there could be a lot of things, babe. It doesn't mean that she's unappreciative of what you do just because she don't want to have sex every time you have sex. She's an at-home girl or stay-home wife or stay-home girlfriend, whatever. She don't work. You don't allow her to work or you don't want her to work. That's not what you want. 
all you want is sex in return whenever you want it. You probably have a high sex drive where hers is probably low. You can't get so upset where it makes you want to be unfaithful, where it makes you want to give someone else what belongs to her because she belongs to you. Y'all belong to each other. And I used to always say that only happens for married couples, but no, 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 no. If we're together and we plan on being together for a long, long time, we don't see an end in our future, then yes, I belong to you and you belong to me. Okay. No piece of paper officializes that any more than what it already is in the eyes of us. So yes, I honestly do feel like it is unfair, but maybe her sex drive is low. If she on birth control, it could be her hormones up and down. It could be something that's bothering her that's within her own personal vagina. You know, we go through all types of how old is she? Is she going through not menopause? But sometimes when I find now that I'm 30, my shit don't get as wet as it used to. God damn it, shit. I got, and I'm not about to be going online buying all of this bullshit that these bitches are selling, putting this shit all up in my pussy. Because a lot of this shit ain't even approved by no fucking GYN, okay? So th- this is the thing. I'm just going to let my shit be a little less wet. I ain't say I don't get wet. It just ain't wet, wet. It's just one now. So it's ju- it just be wet. But that comes with age. I don't know how old you guys are or whatever, but it's just simple sit down. And I know it's easier said than done because I'm not in y'all relationship. I'm not living what y'all are going through. I'm not there with you. But honey, don't cheat on her. Don't cheat, especially if you know she wouldn't do the same to you. Give her the benefit of the doubt enough to set down. Give her a chance. Just give her a chance. Like I said, I do understand, but it shouldn't make you want to cheat because then your heart really isn't there anyway. And that's just going to be out of spite because you're upset that you can't get your Jimmy John off every day. You got a hand, beat that shit sometimes. It ain't got to be penetration all the time. Sometimes, you know, just... Ask for the oral. All right. You don't, you don't want me to enter you. Okay. Put your mouth on it sometimes. You know what I mean? But you can't hold the fact that you do everything, pay all the bills and all the shit over her head. You can't do that. Just like men don't like it. Neither do we. You're not going to do that in exchange for sex 24 seven. I know couples that don't even have sex every day. That's what it sounds like you want. I don't know. Cause you didn't tell me, but. Just communicate. And just like that, we've come to the end of yet another Carefully Reckless episode with your girl, Jess Hilarious. Make sure you tune in to Reckless Discussions every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Only on YouTube is where you can find it. Make sure you follow each and every cast member, me, London, Prince, Rome, and follow the Reckless Discussions page. While you at it, if you haven't yet, follow the Carefully Reckless podcast page and submit all of your inquiries and your problems. If you need just to help you fix your mess, DM me, email me, whatever. Just DM the right page, the Carefully Reckless page. I have way too many DMs in the Just Hilarious official page. I love you guys just like you love me. Tune in next week and in my deepest Pam voice. Peace. Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. 
And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 